In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The conversation started out in his favor. He was a lawyer after all, and so a discussion about God's law was right in his wheelhouse. But soon the lawyer in our gospel lesson today found himself exposed. He had defined the law perfectly. Love God and love your neighbor. And Jesus said to him, you've got it. Do this and you will live. That's it. But that was the problem. Jesus hadn't qualified anything. And that opened up too broad a space for the lawyer. He needed some boundaries to make things more doable in order to justify himself. And so he asked, Who exactly is my neighbor? He wasn't afraid that he had missed some component of the law, one commandment or another. He knew the law. He was afraid that he might be unwilling to do it. To answer his question, Jesus told an outrageous parable. It's hard really to overstate the animosity between Jews and Samaritans. You may remember a few weeks ago we heard about how eager James and John were to light up that Samaritan village with fire from heaven. That's some pretty deep-seated hatred. And so the parable today would have been profoundly offensive to the lawyer. The very idea that somehow the Samaritan might be the righteous one. But notice that in our lesson, the lawyer doesn't seem offended. We don't hear about him grumbling or trying to find a strategic answer to give Jesus. The story, in fact, is not at all about disparaging the lawyer. His last words, in fact, were a confession of sorts. Who proved to be the neighbor, Jesus asked? The one who showed mercy, the lawyer replied. That's a And just like that, the lawyer had his whole world undone. You go and do likewise, Jesus said. You go and be a neighbor. You go and be merciful, not just to your family or friends, but even your enemies. You go and be like the Samaritan. Now, one way to see the lawyer's struggle is to see it as a problem of identity. The Apostle James helpfully puts it this way. He says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only. If you hear God's word but don't do it, you're lying to yourself. You're like someone who looks in a mirror and sees his face, but as soon as he turns away, he's forgotten what he looks like. That's what happened to the lawyer. He had been a hearer and not a doer. And so, having heard God's law, having looked at himself in the mirror, he turned away and promptly forgot what he looked like. He forgot who he was. This, of course, has been the problem all along, as you well know. Adam and Eve forgot who they were. They forgot that they were the crown of God's creation, 
And so they believed the serpent instead, that somehow they weren't God's children with whom he was well pleased, that they hadn't been given every good thing by God, and that somehow they needed to forge their own identity. You and I also forget who we are when we sin. When we are hearers of God's word and not doers, when we lie, cheat, steal, covet, gossip, resent, withhold mercy and compassion, live as if God does not matter and as if we matter most. When we sin, we've turned away after looking in the mirror and forgotten our own faces. We've forgotten who we are. And when you and I are left to forge our own identity, the result is always disastrous. And actually, it's quite absurd. Take the story of the widow's son. We heard this several weeks ago. There was a funeral procession coming out of the city, and Jesus stopped the procession, and he spoke to the dead body. He said, Young man, I say to you, arise. Now, this isn't the first time Jesus dealt out impossible instructions. He had told a paralytic to rise, take up his bed, and go home. He told ten lepers to go show themselves to the priests while they were still full of leprosy. He told the apostles to feed 5,000. He told Nicodemus to be born again. He told sinners to repent, to change their hearts, to become new people. Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man, on hearing the words of Jesus, he did them. He sat up and began to speak. Now imagine for a moment just how absurd it would have been for him to remain lying there in the coffin. To be a hearer and not a doer. Or suppose one day that he found he missed all the affection and kind words and sympathy he had received while he was lying there dead in his coffin. And so, every once in a while, he climbed back in his coffin to act like a dead man again. Imagine just how absurd it would be for him to forge his own identity after Jesus had already told him who he was. You're not a dead man. You're alive. Don't act like a dead man. Just live. The grave danger with being a hearer and not a doer is that, like the lawyer, we'll forget who we are. We'll pretend that we're something we're not. We'll try to forge our own identities. And then, like the lawyer, we'll have to go through all kinds of contortions to make God's word doable. But a doable word wouldn't have been any good for the dead man. And a doable word isn't any good for us. You see, Jesus wasn't simply telling the lawyer that he ought to be like the merciful Samaritan. He was telling him that he already was like the merciful Samaritan. He was telling him who he was. You're not the priest or the Levite who walked by on the opposite side of the road. So don't act like them. 
I've told you who you are. I've given you your identity. Go and show mercy because that's who you are. You've heard God's word. Now do it. This is why we're here today. This is why when you walk in, the first thing you see is that big, reflective, overflowing mirror that shows you who you are. A baptized child of God. You all are resurrected dead people. This is why we do the liturgy every week, because every week you need to be reminded that you and your sins have been crucified and buried with Christ. You have been raised to a new life in Christ. So go and live it. You've been given faith, which, as Luther says, cannot help but do good works constantly. It doesn't stop to ask if good works ought to be done, but before anyone asks, it already has done them and continues to do them without ceasing. Whether or not you feel like it, the reason why I'm standing here this morning is to tell you that that is you. That's who you are. You are the one who does good works. You are the one who shows mercy. Don't bother forging your own identity. Jesus has told you who you are. You are just like him. So now you get to go and be like him. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.